expert. And this is our privateweekly.com, our Thursday afternoon uh, weekly Zoom call. We get together um, uh, at uh, live on a Zoom call, or we also live stream it to YouTube and Facebook. But come on live, you want to participate. We get uh, almost 100 people on every week, ask questions. You can raise your hand. You can put notes in the chat box. We get together investors, real estate agents who want to you know, start a probate business, build their probate business. We get attorneys and vendors. And we do a couple of things here. One is we talk about best practices. We share ideas, <clears throat> help each other build a business. But we also want to introduce you to vendors that can help you leverage your time in business, giving better value to your customers and help you be more successful. Towards that, one of the people I came across um, fairly recently, <coughs> excuse me, I'm kind of still recovering from the uh, global pandemic coronavirus. Um, but you guys won't be infected. I don't need to wear a mask according to LA protocols um, on this call. Um, but uh, one of the that came across is uh, Probate Cash and their uh, leader, Mark Harris. And he and I had a nice conversation about a month ago and I asked him to, asked him to come on this call to share with you guys. And here he is today. So Mark, welcome to our call, our Probate Weekly call. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Uh, I love your website and I've been able to watch some of your YouTube videos that you've done in the past, and I, uh, I think you're doing a great job. Folks are lucky to have you, as you can tell by the good tenants. Thank you. Uh, Thanks so much. So let's talk a little bit. How did you end up in the probate cash space? Like, I know, don't know too many young boys that grow up and say, you know, when I grew up in life, I want to learn how to advance people money who are inheriting uh, properties. How did you end up in that business? Well, that's funny. That's exactly what I told my high school career <laughs> counselor that I wanted to do. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, so I'm an attorney, um, a bit of a recovering attorney, but I, I, I still do a, a little bit of practicing here and there. Uh, my first job out of law school was in the factoring business, factoring future cash flows. And so uh, the first thing I did was uh, purchase lottery prize payments, actually, including California lottery prize payments, uh, and then uh, structured settlement payment rights, which we still have a very active business that does that at one of our sister companies uh, that I'm also CEO of. Uh, so I've been factoring future cash flows. Uh, the probate cash has been around for a few years and it, it seemed like a natural fit. We, we've done is look at areas where people without any of their consent, they ended up, mostly not their consent, they ended up with payment streams over time. And so whether it was a good fortune like a lottery, usually a bad fortune like a structured settlement payment coming from a catastrophic incident or an inheritance, which may be good, may be bad, the, depending on, on the situation. But it, in each situation, the cash that somebody is expecting to receive is coming over time. And we're, we've made a business in all sorts of asset classes to figure out how to provide liquidity to somebody today against their future cash flows. And uh, inheritance is certainly more dicey, uh, so, but uh, it, it was an underserved market. California, where most of you I think are, are from or practicing is the only state that actually has a law specifically governing the assignment of an inheritance. Uh, which we love. And in fact, it's, uh, uh, it's something I'm exploring in other states to, uh, to work with different uh, 
uh, state bars. Um, I'm a I'm a member, for instance, and uh, so I'm I'm located in Florida, uh, in uh, in South Florida, and I'm a member of Florida's uh, real estate probate trust section, and uh, each of those sections have a government entity. So we we, we love regulation. Actually, it makes it a, a much easier place to practice. Um, so that's uh, that's um, how how we got into this space. And uh, Bill, I'm reading questions. I'll let you go ahead and uh, do, do what you have to do. You know, I'll catch the questions for you. I'll prompt you for that. Okay, great. <clears throat> so really one way to think of um, factoring, which the core of your business is factoring, is a business where you, it's one of those things where people say, well, it makes sense to lend me money because I have this asset, right? I won the lottery. Why can't you lend me $10,000? I'm going to get a million dollars a year. And you, know, you scratch your head and say, well, why can't you go to Bank of America and get that loan? Or why can't you go to Wells Fargo and get that loan? And there's other companies have stepped in. I know my first experience was I was importing electronics from Japan. We had a contract with a Fortune 50 company for $200,000. And we'd source electronics from Panasonic, major company in Japan, for $100,000. But we'd have the money to buy the $100,000, ship it from uh, actually Korea, ship it from Korea to America. It takes about 30, 40 days, clear customs and deliver it. We went to a factory company that charged us $20,000, but still we made $80,000 basically buying and selling and it wasn't even our money. And so I was introduced to factory as a concept back then. And really all you're doing is taking somebody who you believe based on your research has inheritance coming and you're gonna give them a portion of it, not as a loan, but in advance of the portion for a bigger portion at some payday. So that's where the, where, for, for where the concept comes in. So obviously <clears throat> it sounds simple, right? Joe's gonna inherit a house. Why wouldn't you lend him money? So what are the reasons that somebody might not be able to get an advanced inheritance? Or what are the things you're looking for to verify that you can advance him some money? Sure, and you know, I think you made a good analogy. The, uh, before I answer that question, the, the one thing, like I said, we, we buy lottery prize payments or structured settlement payment rights. We know what we're buying. The asset is confirmed. It's guaranteed to us, and it's backed by a credit rating such as the California State Lottery. So you know we're 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 going to get paid unless California loses a war, right? So that the, they're going to honor those lottery price payments. In an inheritance, we um, we do need to do serious underwriting, um, and we but we do it quickly. Our goal is to fund deals within 24 hours after they're presented to us. Uh, we, uh, we, we review the first and foremost, we review what's been filed in the public records. Uh, we also like to call the attorney for the estate and see if there are any surprises because we're going to file the assignment anyway with the probate court. These are in, entirely transparent um, transactions. And we do public do business. Yeah, we, they're very transparent. Um, and they have to be not not just because we're good guys and that's what we believe in. We want to make sure we're going to get paid back. Who's okay. going to pay us back? The personal representative who is going to pay us back out of the uh, when, when the assets are distributed, and they need to know to pay us back. And so that's they know only because we have filed the uh, assignment of the inheritance. Uh, we do that in every state we we do business in, which is every state in the United States except for Ohio. Okay, so, to, so just to answer that question that's hanging out there, you do business in North Carolina, you do business in every state but Ohio. 
Correct. And why not Ohio? Just out of curiosity. Uh, you don't Ohio, like the Cleveland Indians uh, and the naming, or what was? What's... <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm just not a, a big fan <laughs> of how the Browns draft quarterbacks. So, uh, <laughs> um, the the courts in Ohio have, have been ruling that it's the to, the repayment is to the discretion of the person that we actually advance the money to. Oh, wow. so, at the uh, distribution of the final assets, the court basically is saying, okay, uh, you don't have, and, and, and saying to the, our, our customer, well, you don't need to pay them back. And, wow. you know, if you don't want to, I'll, I'll sign the order. So we've de decided to, uh, that's when my law degree kicks in and says, maybe we shouldn't be doing these advances. Uh, so, uh, but what would uh, concern us uh, from not? not making an advance, which are non-recourse, by the way. So with these advances, we don't do any credit check um, on our customer. Uh, we're just wanting to make sure that there's money that's going to be there when the assets are distributed. Um, so what is our risk? Hold on one our second, though. Hold on one second. Just to explain, so the term non-recourse means that if for some reason the, the, benefit, the beneficiary gets an advance and for whatever reason can't pay it back, um, they're not liable for the difference uh, because they didn't get the inheritance. You're only going to collect, if they collect an inheritance, you're going to get a portion of that. Correct. And it's, uh, yeah, so if they, even if they receive an inheritance, but it's not enough to pay us back, <clears throat> they only pay us back the amount they've received. And if they get no inheritance, let's say they're wiped out by a claim, um, wiped out because suddenly the will was discovered, uh, so, something of that nature. Which happens, then, which happens. It, yeah, oh, it does happen. And uh, uh, I'm actually stunned at the amount of times that we do not get paid coming from something like the spine structured settlements or lottery prize payments, um, even advancing against professional athlete contracts, whatever it may be that I, I'm stunned in the probate business. It's inherently risky. Uh, so what would uh, prevent us uh, from from making advance? The one thing that really uh, scares me the most is when it's a sole heir uh, who is also so, so you have a person usually the personal representative of course the sole heir and the home that's going to be sold it's supposed to be sold in probate is being uh, lived in by our customer and so the chances that they're going to eventually sell when when the time comes it starts being reduced why you know and uh you know those we can see those usually coming from from pretty far away that can be a problem yeah. um if we uh, we do want to talk to the estate attorney if we're starting to uh, advance larger amounts um we want to make sure that uh, the attorney's on board even though it's not required it's just one of our a prudent underwriting uh, discretion when it, when the amounts get larger, we'll we'll advance usually uh, you know low five figures without talking to the lawyer if the public record supports it. So <clears throat> the case you're talking about, just go back what doesn't work, <clears throat> and I see this from time to time is where maybe there's a grandson in the property, right? Mom and dad died, he's the only heir. He might say he's the only heir. He's got two brothers or sisters. And he's trying to pull a fast one on them. Or he might be the only year. He's never lived anywhere else his entire life. Can't refinance to pay off the loan, even though they say they will. Won't qualify most commonly. Maybe can't get a reverse mortgage even. So they're really kind of stuck in in the squat. They just never never went ahead with their life to be able to create uh, the opportunity to um, 
uh, get the cash they need it for starting the inheritance is a year or two away and they have no intention really of selling that's a very common unfortunately case where we can't help them out so what's a minimum advancement somebody calls you up and says you know uh, we need some money to to get attorney or fees or or you know mortgage payment keep it out of uh, foreclosure or whatever what would a minimum amount be a minimum amount is three thousand we'll, we'll do three thousand dollars um uh, and that's fine and we'll do multiple advances as well so oftentimes somebody uh, the, the common practice is where they don't want to uh, take too much of an advance uh because that means more of the inheritance is being assigned to us and so a, a lot of the beneficiaries as you guys all probably know have no clue about the probate process and so they think that they're going to uh, initially most people uh who aren't in the probate business all they know is uh they go to some lawyer's office there's a reading of the will you you stay in the haunted house for you know a weekend and then you, you get your inheritance uh, people walk away with their cars and cash from the lawyer's office, and we know that doesn't happen. We know that in reality, it's a year if there's no objection, uh, no no claims, adversarial claims. So uh, when reality sets in, that's when beneficiaries come back to us and uh, when they, they finally realize it's, it's going to be a while. Uh, so. One of the questions in the chat box, and Kim, thank you for asking a couple of really good questions around the gate is at what point do you get involved? Meaning, and I think I know the answer for me, um, but, but I hear your perspective is, are you getting involved before they file probate? Are you getting involved right when they file? Are you getting involved while it's been in process for all? What's the most common experience? So, you know, I I saw on your website all the, the probate resources you have, and that's what I like to think of our company as well, having resources. In fact, some of our resources even overlap. Um, we will get involved as early as helping a personal or somebody who wants to be a personal representative uh, help retain counsel. And so be even before a probate action is filed, we'll uh, advance money uh, so they can go seek counsel. They, they have, uh, and, and all the lawyers are different. Some lawyers want the money up front. Others will, uh, you know, just want costs covered. And, and some have the wherewithal to, to wait until the, the probate closes. But uh, it, so we get phone calls even from the very beginning, we'll come in with just enough to get together a retainer to an attorney. And, uh, you know, we'll ask the attorney to at least have one meeting with them, confirm the assets are there um, and, and give a small advance in that aspect to get the probate going. So it can be really your money can be at the very beginning because you're talking about um, helping them get the money to get the attorney. So will an attorney call you with a prospective customer? Will a customer call you or will a real estate agent call you perhaps to say, hey, I know a guy and he needs some help and he needs an attorney and can we put this all together? Uh, yes, yes, and yes. So an investor as well. Yeah. Yeah, we have uh, we have beneficiaries calling us realizing that, oh, my gosh, in order to uh, uh, to pay bills or to tell the bank not to uh, kick me out, so that I need an attorney. There, there's probate here and I didn't realize it. So we, we can help from that side. Lawyers also um, it, uh, lawyers also contact us throughout the country because it's a, it's a good way to drum up business. If you're marketing for folks and again, people want money now 
and that's you know whether it's uh, an inheritance or other future cash flow the future doesn't do them well because uh, as bill pointed out these are not assets that you can go to the bank um right. and say can i get a traditional one uh, these are very non-traditional financing uh so we do um uh we'll do that as well um for lawyers in fact we have a whole bunch of lawyers who are referring uh potential clients to us and then realtors and in a lot of the same way uh to help get a, a listing on a home that's a probate home it, you have people who are saying i, I need this house sold uh, a lot of times because i need money now or the other beneficiaries are calling I'm the, I'm the personal representative and my family members won't stop calling me where's my money where's my money where's my money and now you have uh another you know we call another tool in your toolbox to say hey if you if you let me have your listing i know how i can get you cash now or i can make the phone stop ringing right. uh so your your family members aren't calling you every second <laughs> and, and and bothering you about when this is going to close we can get them some money so towards people you work with i saw recently that you have a relationship with, with the firm alltheleads.com which is a one of the biggest providers of data kind of where i came from this business can you describe the relationship is that something you can share uh, oh sure um we i mean the relationship is uh an informal relationship we uh we, we've been on their um uh, on their webinars that they do or podcasts they do similar to this um and uh they're members of all the leads of uh found uh, everything I've been talking about, they, they found it useful. And so we've gotten referrals from those realtors. And uh, yeah, we, we also, of course, pay finder's fees to the realtor. So it's a win-win in, in, every, in every way for them. Yeah, nice. Um, and I say increasingly, I see these alliances. This is, <clears throat> I know said um, probate money, which is Paul Horn's software data service also has a connection with a different probate inheritance companies. So I think this, this program or product or service is getting more well known, but yet still surprised me how few attorneys know about it. And um, of all, I would think of all people they would know, but they don't do that much probate typically to know the ins and outs of this niche. So there's an opportunity to be a service to your attorneys. Um, and I spoke to one last week and they were amazed that I could do this for them. And I'm thinking, how could they not know about this? But there it, is. <laughs> there it is. You know, it depends on the, the lawyers and where, where they practice. Uh, you know, perhaps high net worth lawyers, right. um, you know, sophisticated estate planning. Uh, their clients are less likely, probably, to need our service. But I do say less likely. They do need our. You know, some of the yep. beneficiaries do need our our service. Exactly. Um, and uh, but our our usual customers are the the usual estate is not a lot of liquidity so you're not going to have early distributions because there's nothing to distribute but there's that piece of property that it was bought in the southern california area in 1978 that you know for a hundred thousand dollars that is now worth 1.5 million because it's in southern california right um veronica i don't know if you're available to raise your hand or unmute yourself Good. You asked a question about you work with an administrator that has two claims for inheritance that are not valid. How can you prove the claims are false? Now, there are, you know, objectors who say they're entitled to money and 
<clears throat> then you have litigation, right? And that's that's where the nature of probate court goes from being probate administration to probate litigation. Um, but I'm not sure there are there you are, Brian. Is that is it is it the case your client has a probate filed and but two other people say they're entitled to some of the money or they're contesting the the administration? They've so there are two other people who say that they're heirs um and they're not and they've already gotten an advance Ooh. for what their inheritance is supposed to be or uh you know they've gotten they've gotten an advance well, and, well, well. yeah right so <laughs> um i you know i don't know where to start with this do we tell the judge do we tell the attorney you know where do we start by saying these people we don't know who these people are well i'll, I'll say just now let me speak as a real estate broker myself who's been in this position <clears throat> number one find out who the probate advanced inheritance company is and you might want to contact them because I found one and, and the, you know, he alerted me that, well, there's actually another case where, you know, they are the heir, they follow this other case and they've been appointed and, and your person is not really entitled. So not to mention you have a chance to create a relationship with that professional, you know, organization on the other case. So, so I, I'm sorry, let me understand that. Get in touch with the people who made the advance. Yeah, you can go in public and records, see who they were, see the company is, search it out. If you can't reach them, come, you know, Veronica offline, call me and we can approach them together. I may know them already and be able to get to them. It was Mark, for example, or in his office, he has. Uh, was it Mark? I don't know, but if it, if it <laughs> had oh been, I'm already sweating here, bro. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't you there? Be honest, because Mark's this happened, hold of, but your pointing out happened. And, you know, the, yeah, we are susceptible to fraud. Yeah, that's uh, it does happen. And we, and we have an excellent underwriting staff. We have lawyers, we have uh paralegals and all with incredible probate experience and that still happens and that's why when people say wow you charge how much you know they advance ten thousand and they get back maybe twelve five fifteen thousand twenty thousand that much well yeah there's no security other than the inheritance and this is a you know risky business and you always i'd always say the attorney you can advance the money if you want to if you think it's too high feel free to step in and write a check yourself at a lower price you're not going to because that's a fair price for that risk, right? But Veronica, I would say number one, I would check to see who the inheritance company is. They may know something you don't. They may appreciate, you know, it's public information, so you're not uh, doing anything else. And then I think that the, to answer your question, unfortunately, is if, if they're not heirs, you know, the person of probate is determined who the heirs are. If they're not, their inheritance company is just out the money. It's not for your client to worry about. I mean, they're going to distribute the money to who gets it, and they're not going to give it to who doesn't get it, and those liens won't be honored. But that's the nature of probate is your the attorney will have to get you know at some point we'll we'll present the distribution to the judge the judge approves it and that's how it gets settled got it <clears throat> mark anything got it. to add okay. to that as attorney i'm not giving legal advice but as a practitioner i've done that before and that's how it works out yeah. and, and and the other thing you'd be doing the company a favor because yeah. the likelihood especially if this person is a, a fraud they're going to be asking for more money and uh though you know and and from different companies so it's good to get as as somebody who has been defrauded um, it's, it, which is if you're doing this business long enough it's going to happen you uh you want to minimize your losses as, as quickly as possible as but quickly find, as possible perfect thank you but i find mark and his <clears throat> his staff people 
and their equivalents to be good assets in these cases to give me information who the attorney is and <clears throat> you know sometimes the attorneys change by missed in the file they change the attorney and he'll tell me who the right person is or that they're having a problem with that attorney as well and so there's different cases but in Veronica if you don't find any solution there uh, I'd love to I know you're in LA let's talk offline maybe I can help you that okay great thanks okay I will see. thank you <clears throat> um okay <clears throat> so Lorenzo says, if you don't, if your office doesn't do probate specifically, how can you get started on leads from day one? Like from where do you get your leads? Lorenzo, are you a real estate agent or are you a investor or what do you do for business? If you want to unmute yourself, I can, there you are. Yeah, hi, I'm just, I'm brand new to the business, just uh, barking up every tree, you know? So I'm totally new. I just signed with a brokership like two months ago. Um, okay, so you're a realtor. And your yeah. question is how can you get these? And what county or where do you work? What area? I live in Arizona. I live in Phoenix, so Maricopa County. Okay. So I, I mean, uh, you can buy the data. Um, on mm -hmm. my website, I have a whole list of different data sources. You're welcome to go through them. I, I don't have personal experience in Maricopa County, but I would say um, uh, Foreclosures Daily has a probate daily product. Probates um, as part of the data is a real good one. All the leads.com is a little more high quality lead. A little more expensive, but they have a little more coaching and other things that go along with it. Are, are two of the most popular nationally. But I would check. I would check with those two sources. You might want to look for an agent in your company or an investor in Maricopa who maybe is a client already and will share the data with you. You can do some, some marketing together. Thank you very much. Um, sure. You said foreclosuresdaily.com, and the mm -hmm. other one was <clears throat> um, alltheleads.com. Who uh, all Mark, the... Mark was interviewed by them recently. All the okay. If you go to my website, thelaprobateexpert.com, mm -hmm. the far right, I have uh, resources and there's probate data on there. I have a list of about eight or 10 different companies you can get some information on. Thank you very much. Sure, good luck. Um, okay, and Mark, you guys use any particular data source? I mean, you guys aren't really doing that, are you, as far as prospecting directly into the cases? For, for, for the most part, we do search engine. And so, that's expensive, uh, and we are. That's why uh, yeah, I love referrals, and and I I value the referrals so much that we I, I think pay the best referral fees in the business to to whomever it would be. And, and it's usually lawyers are not the ones to get referral fees for for these. It's it's the realtors, uh, other influencers, uh, and. Uh, yeah, that that that's always to me one of the better sources. And then we're working on some other um, and, and more interesting uh, ways to uh, let people know about our service. Good. Look forward to hearing about those. Um, <clears throat> Kim asked. She was told by a North Carolina attorney uh, that how fees be paid after the fact at the end because the probate judge could throw out their attorney's fees. <clears throat> is this common? I think it's the opposite. I think they don't get paid their fees until. The distribution at the end, they can only get reimbursed for actual costs or things that are advanced beforehand. Uh, Mark, do you know fees that they would be? <clears throat> the only fees that they would be on the hook for at the beginning is the initial inventory, which has they have to pay four dollars per thousand for those particular fees. Now, if they have an estate, uh, an executor, or something like that, then once the estate closes and they're due a commission, that gets paid at the end. But the everything else fees. gets right. Get, yeah. Everything else gets paid out of the uh, out of the the estate as required. And, and as they have assets, because if the only thing they have is the house, there's no cash. Then that's what this whole this whole conversation is about. <clears throat> what do you do? 
Right, you can exactly. And and in North Carolina, if there is no debt whatsoever, the house never goes into probate. That's a whole nother that's a whole nother experience. It's a little different than California. because so, we have yeah. plenty of houses with no debt at all, they still all go through probate. So I'm in Florida and uh, in Florida, we have a homestead law where uh, if it's the primary residence, that doesn't go through probate either. I mean, the house is, so the house is protected from creditors claims. And you know, the idea being, we don't want to throw people out of the house. And that makes our business that much more difficult in Florida because oftentimes it's the purchase price of the house that flows through the estate that we are able to advance against. That's the inheritance and has to flow through the estate. So we have to uh, to do business in Florida, for instance, like kind of what you're describing in North Carolina, if there's no debt, we'd have to, we have to do business outside of the estate. And it's basically just a, a private contract and without any court oversight. And that's a little dangerous for us. We want court oversight. Uh, um, you know, if somebody forgets to pay us back, but you know, <laughs> just want to Yes, exactly. <laughs> So Kim is saying that they seem to want upfront fees. I think what you're saying, Kim, is they want the fees upfront, but I know in California they go in a trust account. The attorney doesn't collect the fees until they earn them, which is at the end of the pre probate. They'll submit bills for costs along the way, and the end they'll submit a bill and move the money from the trust account to the operating account. But I don't. I, I'm pretty sure the attorneys cannot collect fees upfront, but they can hold on to them. And they went now, and now she said $2,500. That might be because there's costs involved, like filing fees and advertising costs and inventory appraisal reports or referee reports. So there's some hard costs that one up front because the, so he has to pay them. That's why we're having this conversation here with Mark today because they attorneys will turn down cases where a customer says, I don't have even $2,500 to, to do this, but we have this half million dollar property or equity. Well, here you can get your customer together, marshal them together, uh, contact Mark, they can check the file and check out the information. And I believe they'll actually advance the money to the attorneys to cover those fees to get that process started. So we don't want to lose a listing, or if you're an investor, you don't lose a sale because you can't get the cash. We've now solved that problem by bringing in a third party that will advance the money, whether it be fees or, or whatever has to be done. Is that a fair assessment, Mark? Yeah, that is. So if, if I'm a lawyer and I'm I'm marketing and I'm getting potential clients, <laughs> the lawyer, we're stepping in and taking the risk where the lawyers uh, sometimes don't want to. So if you're if lawyers are marketing, to, so lawyers will get all sorts of different clients. Like we all get different kinds of clients. If you're you're marketing on the web, you're, you're taking in what you take in as as new clients versus word of mouth, old old school, where you know you have clients who are going to pay, that there's assets there and you, you have a different kind of security of, of whether you're going to get paid or not. So a lot of the lawyers who are getting people who uh, they're hoping they're going to be assets that are going to get the attorney's fees paid. And as uh, Bill mentioned, the difference between the cost versus fees. So that means that the attorneys are putting up the cost uh, up front out of their own pocket. And then at the end of the day, when the assets are distributed, they will collect their fees for the hours they actually worked on the case. Plus they'll be reimbursed for the cost that they, uh, they fronted at the beginning of the case and maybe throughout the case, other costs that come up. 
um, that aren't. One billion. So y'all going to get y'all a yard sale. Get y'all. Okay. I'm not sure what that is. Sorry about that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. There, there's been a lot worse on Zoom than that. Uh, yeah, so, I've, uh, I've, we could get a pretty tight rein on that, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll stop that right now. Yeah, that's okay. But uh, so um, in, in that situation where we come in is we say, all right, as long as you meet with the client and there's a house there, there's something there, we'll come in and take that risk. And so we'll advance the $3,000 up front, maybe $2,500 to the lawyer for cost and $500 to the, uh, the, the beneficiary, one of the beneficiaries. And so we take that risk and then, and our risks are serious, either one, there may not be assets at the end and then we don't get paid, but the lawyer is made whole, right? So the lawyer, all right, maybe they had some time that they lost and so they're not gonna get paid, but they didn't lose any hard cash out of it. Right. Um, our other risk is I could, Terminate the services of the way. <laughs> That's also potential. It happens. That happens too. And then <clears throat> um, Veronica, by the way, somebody's watching on our YouTube says you're amazing. So you got some a little fan club going on on our YouTube live stream. Um, yeah. And so um, again, the, all we're doing now is talking about who's who's in charge of the risk. In some cases, as a real estate agent, I'll lend money to estates. I, I have a credit card. I use that, you know, for that purpose, or advance money on behalf of the state, and they agree to pay me. Sometimes we use the probate. <clears throat> inheritance to advance the cash to pay whatever fees expenses there are those are then business decisions somebody can make an attorney can make that decision um but i think it's it, rather than just walk away from the business it's a chance to earn some business you otherwise might not get <clears throat> um john's and now getting ready to ask for a question that we have at the closing which is can we get your information uh, and can we use it uh, as one of our resources and our marketing as a reference so john when we say reference of course Reference would always be something that you work with and have a relationship with, but the fact you have them as a resource, I'm sure Mark would love everybody to add his name and website and phone number uh, on every marketing piece we do um, to get his information. Probatecash.com is the website, probatecash.com. And on there, if you go there, you can click the call now, but the phone number is 844-867-9653, 844-867-9653. We'll put that in the description notes as well. So do you talk about, uh, if you would, um, Mark, I know you guys have some resources for professionals. Can they use you as a resource? Can they use your reference? And what, what do you see customers using that helps them market your business? Uh, sure. And as you noted, uh, with our, our, I think, positive changes on our own website, we employ um, a couple of marketing folks. And we, we encourage uh, everybody, uh, all y'all, to... Um, look uh, on, on your site and have a link to ours and we can help even uh with content for you we can have a link uh oh that's a terrible picture there he is looking like an attorney <laughs> yeah that, that's the worst uh, one where i look like french <laughs> filter uh, yeah get it off get it off uh, karen. And that's karen our better part of our business <laughs> and uh she unfortunately is sick and that's why she didn't join us otherwise oh. she would have uh, been been in for a treat so um but uh, she's uh, she's an integral part of our, our company. So I'm glad you actually put up uh, Karen. But we can have a, a link on your site to our site with a little, uh, you know, blurb to say, you know, if, if probate, uh, you know, same, same thing, inheritance money tied up in probate, uh, take the link or you need money now, here's the link. And what we have a, is a way that we can get advances to, um, 
uh, or we know where the where it's coming in. So if it's coming in from your site, we make sure that, that that's triggered. So we can do all the work, pay you a referral fee, and then oftentimes, as I said, the beneficiary will do another transaction, and we just tie that still to the originating source, so you can get multiple referral fees. Multiple referrals is great, <clears throat> and I think that you know the way to look at this is you're you're literally providing a service to your customer they need. Um, and I think it gives you another opportunity to get involved in the transaction and help the customer and along the way you're gonna get paid as well. Um, my website's thelaprobateexpert.com, thelaprobate, that's where I keep getting these interesting tones in my ear. I'm not sure if that's, does everybody hear that? Did you just hear kind of like a, huh, I wonder what, there's some, some website must have some sort of a um, uh, reminder mm -hmm. going on. Um, but if you go to um, my website on the far right corner, you'll see probate and trust resources on the bottom is data sources, for example, and have a whole series of data sources. We're looking for where can I get leads in my neighborhood? That would be a place um, to get it. Uh, yeah, good. John says, good idea. I'm sure. Yeah, we, we, that's why I do these videos is I'm, I'm looking to promote Mark to attorneys I work with, to the families I work with, to the realtors who refer me business, to the investors that do me business. There's a phrase in real estate called um, teamwork makes the dream work. And by working together, we can all help each other's business. That's the thesis behind this call, why I do it. And I got asked a lot, what I do this? I don't charge for it. I don't, I do have a referral fee for some coaching, but I, I, it's just more for an experience. I'm not really in that business. I don't sell data. I don't get referral fees for data referred. But what I do is I help people sell houses and they'll build my own business. And I help other agents build their probate business. And that's what I like to do. Okay, so uh, you have a chance. I'm sorry. And so I look at our customers as everyone as part of that team. So, you know, usually it's uh, uh, all right. The lawyer either uh, most of the time, actually, the lawyer's not even calling to get their fees paid up front. That is some of the calls. But oftentimes a lawyer's phone is ringing off the hook from beneficiaries of the estate. But the beneficiaries, of course, aren't even his client, the personal representative in that capacity as the client, because the attorney right. represents the estate. Right. And so the attorney will call because she's getting call after call after call from these beneficiaries saying, why haven't I gotten my money? When is this going to close? And, and they have no idea. And the lawyers can't talk to the beneficiaries like they can talk to the personal representative because again, it's not their client. Uh, but what the attorney can do is say, look, I, these take time. You know, here's the different stages of the probate case. We're still in the claims period, or the claims period is over, or a house has to be sold, or, or worse, there's uh, claims that have to be paid. Um, but here's here's some guys that you can call. They'll give you cash tomorrow, um, and you know you'll pay it back out of your inheritance. And so, and we're talking about lawyers getting you know their time is. Is everything, and that's what they they bill when they're fielding these calls from beneficiaries. Like you know, they, it's hard for them to just continue to build the estate for these calls, and it's uh, uh, they're losing money from these phone calls. So we get the, the that's one part of the team. Second part of the team, of course, is is the realtors. Um, and if if our business and our service can help y'all get money uh, listings, uh, that's that's what we're here for. That's what it's exactly designed for is how as a realtor do I get an advantage to get listings over my competitors in a very competitive field? Well, and also investors. Investors will meet somebody who has a property that's tied in their grandparents. They need to do a probate. 
it might be the only error. It might be able to be done fairly quickly, <clears throat> but somebody has to pay that person money. Somebody has to pay the, the legal fees, the costs, and all that could be ten, twenty thousand dollars. But if you're going to make hundred thousand dollars on a on a, on a property, you can have a third party advance it, and you know instead of making it out of your pocket, you can have that done that way. So, again, Deborah asks, what states do you operate in? And I think I can answer: is you operate in forty nine states. You don't operate in Ohio because you don't like the Cleveland Browns quarterback situation. So, <clears throat> no, all kidding aside, he operates in forty nine states, but does not operate in Ohio. And then there's other companies that operate in certain states and including Ohio and not, they've been burned elsewhere. So they're, they're laughing at you because you have discovered there's some other state there that's gonna nip, uh, capture you guys probably. And uh, uh, that's part of the industry. Sure. Okay, other questions for Mark. Now here's somebody who does business, he's an attorney. And as a company, they do business across the country. Who has a question here for Mark that can help you with your business, with an investor or a realtor or, or whatever? Anybody wanna raise your hand or put something in the chat box? Or if you just wave, if your video's on, you wanna wave your hand, draw, Dramatically, I'll, I'll see you and call on you. Anybody have a question for him? Uh, Esteban, let's see here. Oh, I ask you to mute yourself. There you go. How can we help you, Esteban? So here's uh, uh, here is my dilemma. I am right now uh, trying to do lead generation, doing cold calling, and uh, and. One of the uh, the challenges that I haven't touched uh, probably is because I don't know the the state where they are or or the approaches that I should use uh, when the situation comes. I mean, is <clears throat> is this something that you already put in the court? Is it something that you need help right now? I do have a relationship with a, a private lawyer here in my county. But I still don't know what approach to give in order to provide value to that person's situation. Sure. And and Esteban, what state are you in? I'm in Brevard <coughs> County in Florida. I'm sorry, which one? Florida. Brevard Brevard County. Uh-huh. So uh Florida, but you were in Brevard, so you're what? Is that central? Where is that Brevard County? Central Florida? That's in uh yeah, kind of central, but we are more on the east coast where the NASA is. So Cape Canaveral and Vero yeah. Beach, Daytona. A, a tropical yeah. storm watch right now coming uh, right? Yeah, Merritt Island, yes. <laughs> so so you really asked two different questions. One is how do you approach the um, petitioners or the families that are going through probate. The second question is, how do you approach attorneys, right? Those are your two questions? Uh, the, no, how can uh, the, the, the relationship with attorney, I, I, I have it, but I, I wanna like offer the services from this attorney to these persons that are in need Got in it. order to get the listing in the future, of course. Sure. But... And you're a real estate agent because you wanna get listing, right? So Mark, how yes. does a real estate agent like Esteban work with your service and use that as a tool to help them build relationship with the, with the attorney sure so first of all Esteban, we're right in uh west palm beach we're not too far from brevard county uh, and i uh and if you're i sponsor the uh, florida bar section and uh talk to attorneys all the time about our, our industry and how we can help them what I, uh, I i how i think you can take advantage of your relationship with uh your friend who's a lawyer and in, in all states that this should be with your attorney network is to first off make sure lawyers know about our service because what yeah, to to your lawyer do you turn down cases why do you turn down cases and they i think uh lawyers number one reason lawyers turn down cases is money money and money there's lack thereof they're not getting money what if i 
were what if I was able to direct you to a company that uh, may uh, advance money to your potential customer that your customer can then uh, authorize to pay for you to, for your retainer or cost and would that be of interest to you and that way you're not the attorney's not taking the upfront hard cash risk of uh, the representation. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, a couple other things you might consider, Stevan, is you might consider, I don't know if you're doing any kind of video for marketing your business, but what I've done is I interview attorneys on video, put it on my social medias to promote their business. It gives them a tool to promote their business. It's something that when you refer a client to them, you can send the video, and then you can just share with them that if they don't have cash up front to hire an attorney, don't let that be a problem. You know, we have we have ways around that. Give me a call, we give you a confidential interview. We can talk about how we can help you make that happen. You might not want to give out the name probate cash or the process of an advanced inheritance. You might just want to say you have a process because the goal is to get them talking to you. Then once you talk to them, you might find out they have a property, it's owned free and clear, it's worth $500,000. Well, you'll you'll know what your attorney would charge for his fees and costs, what he wants up front. And then you can even just directly, but before you even get the customer involved, call Mark or his office and, and you know they'll pre-enterate the file for you and they'll say, yeah, we'll lend this guy ten, fifteen thousand dollars or whatever the number is, or advance them. And then you call the customer back and say, Hey, I have a way to get you the money. Give you know Mark's office a call, they'll set you up, they'll send the money to the my attorney friend Joe, and the whole thing's taken care of. That's how I work it. So I don't mean to tell the customer what I'm doing. I just find out, can we help them? Once I know, because I, I don't like to, to tell people I can help them, but I can package a whole solution and say, well, here's a solution for you, right? And another common case for this is sometimes there's a, a dispute. There's a brother and sister and the brother's petitioner and the sister's afraid she's going to get cheated. And, but she can't hire an attorney. She doesn't have five or $10,000, not to do a whole probate, but just to hire an attorney to read the documents and follow up on the case, well, they can advance five, ten thousand dollars pay those attorney's fees and have the comfort of knowing an attorney will, watch, will review everything for them. And often attorneys will say, well, they don't need that, but if the customer appreciates it, that's their decision. If they're waiting on a half million dollar inheritance, they might want to spend five thousand dollars of it now or ten thousand now to make sure they get it and have it protected. So again, I think that's about you working with your client to make that happen. Does that make sure. sense to help a little bit? Yeah, thank we you very really much. We open up another uh, another thing that we do. So sometimes somebody is not receiving an inheritance, but kind of, kind of uh, what Veronica said, maybe, maybe they think they're entitled to an inheritance. Maybe they uh, are going to challenge the will right. uh, or or no will. Maybe, you know, they, they have an argument. They have the claim. And we... Uh, We'll review those claims and very well may advance money against their potential recovery in an adversarial situation. So nice. uh, we're actually doing a, a significant one right now where somebody's challenging the uh, there is no will and believes that that person should be receiving a substantial amount of money and we're we're helping uh, in that case. Nice. I like that. I didn't think about it that way, but yeah, that's different. Another approach, and of course, you might not get the listing as an agent, but you're, you're feeding your relationship with Mark and his company. You're feeding your attorney uh, business appreciate. And if you help the client in the long run, uh, my first coach was Zig Ziglar. He said, "You can have anything you want in life, 
if you help enough other people get what they want and just focus on that. Um, okay, I, I figure out what that tone is. The tone is when somebody raises their hand. So good for me to figure that out finally <laughs> at the end. And I see a hand up from Gunnar uh, Johnson. Gunnar, you have a question for us. Go ahead. Uh, yep, can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me, Bill? Yep, I can hear you fine. All right, perfect. Uh, so my question is more for you, Bill, since uh, it's a, um, I have a probate in LA. The uh, PR that's going to be appointed in the next week or so is uh, in living China, does not have a social security number in the US. And the judge is, of course, asking for a 20 grand bond for LA out of area PRs. If, have you ever seen that before? And if so, how did you solve it? Yeah, almost always um, when the personal representative or the petitioner is out of state, let alone out of the country, but even out of state, in California, they'll require a bond is one option. And the other option is they'll do limited authority without a bond. So the question is, which one do you do? Can you get a bond company to bond this person if they're bondable? If they're in China, you probably can't. Um, so the other option is they can file for limited authority, which means more restrictions. The court, for example, to sell the property will have to go through court confirmation, things like that. So yep. the other option is, there's a third option. So one is the bond, that doesn't work. One is limited authority. The third option is they can hire somebody to be the administrator, often the attorney. Some attorneys won't charge extra, some will charge extra. Some will re recommend a professional fiduciary will charge maybe the same as attorney, maybe less, depending on who they are. And so that person, then if they're bondable, their fee might be less than the bond, might be better than the um, court confirmation process, might be faster and quicker and easier for them. So depends on the property and the situation. Are there objectors involved and in how complicated the case is? I'd be glad to offline take a look at your case. And if I know some of the players, I can make some suggestions for you. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a sim simple one. It, it's one heir, and that's that's the person in China, and there's no okay. complication. It's totally solvent. Got tons of money, no debt, all taxes are paid. It's uh, so straightforward. I, I would find it. I would find a professional. I think that's the case. It's a simple case. Now, are you, is there an attorney already who filed? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that's to me that's always a concern because attorney, they're going to charge the full price. There's not much room to negotiate. Oftentimes, you can save money on the attorney's fees. And use that no. difference to get a, put a professional fiduciary and they'll get that job done so maybe the attorney will do it as part of the package or maybe they'll charge a nominal fee to be the administrator to be the official administrator yeah and most bond companies I mean, if you can get somebody to sign off on an identification they'll they'll do it even but, if they're out of out of the country but there are trees will do that they'll sign for their clients um uh, yeah. as well and, and that's not not uncommon but those attorneys who know the business know the risks know the bond company as well so but yep. if we have an attorney if that one can't do it then you that's like i said i'd like to talk to customers before they pick the attorney it gives you a little more more tools in the toolbox to solve a problem like this but once you have an attorney if he won't bond them and if he won't if he wants to charge a full price for a fiduciary then you're kind of stuck with all that yeah this uh this attorney came to me so i gotta be nice to him okay well you get to be nice to him help him get paid yeah, don't yeah, be nice to lawyers Maybe <laughs> you might want to find what, what a professional fiduciary would charge, and then that would be the, the options. If the jury yeah. doesn't want to do the bonding, then that becomes an alternative for you. Okay. Yep. All right. Perfect. Thank Thanks, you so much. Thanks for so much. Great. Great question Thanks. today, guys. Appreciate the, the involvement. Okay. So we've got just a few minutes left here before we finish. I do want to say any realtor on the call in the Los Angeles area, if within a driving distance of uh, 
Los Angeles, Wilshire and La Brea. I leave from here to go to Brew Real Estate Network. It's a monthly uh, networking event. I actually took it over. Originally somebody else hosted it and I guess now I'm the official host of it. It's an all season brewing company and it starts at 5.30, goes about 7.30. It's free uh, and uh, of course it's a bar, but I have drink tickets. So if you're on this call and you walk up and tell me that you're on this call and I'll just have to trust you, I'll give you a free drink, I'll buy a free beer and they have some great Mexican food. So that's at uh, All Season Brewery on the Brea, just south of Wilshire, if you're able to make it. Um, any other questions for Mark or me or, hey Marissa, how you doing? I'm here, very nice. The meeting is right after this. It starts at 5.30 and we'll go about 7.30 or eight o'clock. It would go longer, but my grandson's staying the night here. So I have to get home before he falls asleep. <clears throat> okay, any last questions before we, we wrap up today? I think that's it. I think we had a great conversation. I appreciate you guys participating. Mark, thank you so much, Mark, for what you do in the business, as well as coming on today and explaining everything to us. I really appreciate your time today. I, I appreciate you having me. Let me give you my uh, direct line is 561-476-0018. That's my direct office line. Um, we also, I didn't, didn't mention it, but even if the uh, money is not coming from the estate, from the probate case, we also can uh, purchase the um, inheritance from a trust. Uh, so uh, the number is 561-476-0018. Very good. Uh, I even have that number before today, today, Mark. So just having this phone call gave me your direct line. I really feel privileged. I, 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 I had actually looked. I never remember my direct phone <laughs> number because I rarely call it. But uh, I... Well, the truth, the truth is anybody who's worth a salt with your company knows to call Karen because she's really the one that does the work and gets things done a little more quickly. Nothing personal, but uh, I, and, uh, and uh, I echo those comments because I am sure she will be watching this uh, video uh, when she feels better. <laughs> Great. And Marissa, I'd love to talk to you about or anybody. I'm looking to partner. I'm actually building a probate team of experts focused here in L.A. in Orange County, uh, but really throughout the United States of probate professionals. If you're interested in looking into a team. That would include joining um, our broker GXP. I'd love to talk to you about that if you're interested about the whole uh, value proposition we can offer you. But thanks so much. We do this. This is probateweekly.com. We do it every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We live stream it on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, once you subscribe, you'll get links to the replay as well. Love to support the, the YouTube channel. If you're there, feel free to subscribe or like it. If you have questions, put questions in the chat box. I think I answer every comment or question that we get other than the ones that are in Chinese, because I can't really understand what they're saying. But other than that, I answer all the social media calls. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great week. And again, if you're now in LA, come to All Season Brewery here starting at 5.30, and I'll buy a free beer. Thanks so much, everybody. Appreciate your time. Hey, it's Bill Gross. I hope you liked this video. If you want to join us live every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern, register at probateweekly.com, www.probateweekly.com. And if you like this content, hit the like button and subscribe and hit notifications, and you get notified as soon as we upload every time. Thanks.